Good morning, Colorado. You're listening to The Daily Sun Up with the Colorado Sun. It's Tuesday, November 7th. Today, editor Larry Rickman talks about what it means as the Colorado Sun shifts to a nonprofit news organization and the Sun's role in supporting local news. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pinnacle Assurance. Pinnacle Assurance is Colorado's top-rated workers' comp provider, according to the businesses and workers they serve. With a commitment to Colorado, Pinnacle invests in workplace safety and provides care to help injured workers recover and return to work safely. Pinnacle. They put care to work. Now, let's go back in time with some Colorado history. Early in U.S. history, debates emerged about equal voting rights for women. Western territories like Wyoming led the charge, granting these rights in 1869 and cementing them at statehood in 1890. In 1876, Colorado allowed women to vote in school elections. A failed attempt to expand women's voting rights in 1877 did not deter suffragists like Susan B. Anthony, who pursued a quieter but effective educational campaign. They tied the vote to American values and the temperance movement, eventually earning the backing of leaders like Governor Davis Waite. In 1893, Colorado did something that no other state had done before. Men voted to grant women full suffrage, a national first for recognizing equal voting rights through an independent male electorate. Twenty-seven years later, the United States amended the Constitution to legally guarantee American women the right to vote. Before we continue, another quick message. AARP Colorado is proud to sponsor this podcast with the Colorado Sun. With Colorado being one of the fastest-growing states in the nation among older adults, AARP Colorado strives to ensure all Coloradans can age in place for as long as possible and age with dignity. Next, our feature story. Thanks for listening today, everyone. I'm David Krause, one of the team editors here at the Colorado Sun. And today I thought we'd take a little moment and catch up with our top dog, Larry Rickman, our uh, top editor about some news uh, going on in a lot of Colorado newsrooms, uh, specifically uh, here at the Sun and and some around uh, Metro Denver. Hey, Larry, thanks for jumping in today. Hey, good morning, Dave. Thanks for having me. So um, we've written, kind of told some of our supporters, had some news uh, letters out in a story as well in September. You and a few other uh, brave souls on the Sun staff have jumped in and are working on completing the switch for the Sun from a public benefit corporation, uh, Larry, to a nonprofit. We've talked about this as a staff at length. Can you kind of walk through for our listeners um, how that switch is going, kind of what it entails uh, when you do something like this after being on uh, a public benefit corporation for the past five years? Yeah, absolutely. So with a sense of humor, you know, these things are, are never as easy as you think they might be. When you get lawyers and accountants involved, things get complicated and expensive in a hurry. But, you know, we're really excited about this move to nonprofit. We feel like it uh, best reflects the values and the vision that we have for the Colorado Sun. You know, when we created the Sun back in 2018, it was never about, um, you know, becoming multimillionaires or, you know, building vacation homes for the owners or something like that. We did this because we care about Colorado and um, and that's still why we do it. And nonprofit is really the easiest and cleanest way for us to uh, tell our readers and fellow Coloradans 
uh, who we are and why we're doing this. So we have uh, filed our paperwork with the state of Colorado, and we've uh, created the new nonprofit entity, strangely also called the Colorado Sun. Uh, you can go to the Secretary of State's office and find our filing there. We also have uh, filed our paperwork with the IRS. And as you can imagine, with the IRS, things get uh, complicated really in a hurry. So we have a new tax ID number. We have officially filed for uh, our um, our application to be a tax-exempt uh, nonprofit organization. That process can take three to 12 months. We're confident that the IRS is going to sign off on it. But at this point, it's kind of a waiting game for us uh, to to officially get that uh, get over that fast last hurdle with the IRS. But for all intents and purposes, the uh, the nonprofit is set up, and we are beginning to um, to operate like one. So, Larry, one of the things the Sun did a few years ago in the goal to help. Um, for lack of a better word, save local media, right? And, and our push five years ago when the 10 founders started up the sun about, you know, being able to get local news to people in an efficient way, in a truthful and trustful way, but also at a, at a um, at not a lot of money, right? So the sun remains free on all fronts. One of the things that you all had to do, and I, I think this is really interesting, two years ago, uh, the sun helped keep alive uh, the Colorado community media um, based uh, a bunch of Denver area based publications, uh, the Centennial Citizen, the Golden Transcript, Littleton Independent. So we kind of bought those or were co-owners on those. We are giving that back, Larry, to the National Trust for Local News. Can you kind of explain why that is one nonprofit giving shares to another nonprofit and and what that kind of means. Yeah, so first of all, again, we we stepped forward two years ago with our friends at the National Trust for Local News to ensure that those 24 community newspapers, mostly weeklies, didn't fall into the hands of a hedge fund. I mean, quite frankly, there was a real danger of that happening. And, you know, you and I and others know what would happen if a hedge fund got their hands on those newspapers. They would have um, closed down a bunch of them Um, journalists would have lost their jobs. And more importantly, those communities would have lost their voices. They would have lost their champions. These papers are hyper-local. They're sometimes the only ones covering the school boards and the city councils and the county commissions and the the things that really, you know, help knit those communities together. So we were proud to step forward with the the National Trust to help save those papers. And, you know, with our shift uh, to nonprofit, we felt like that this is a good time to rethink the the future of Colorado community media as well. And, you know, frankly, we think that's nonprofit, just as it makes sense for us, it makes a lot of sense for these Colorado community media newspapers as well. So the National Trust is a nonprofit itself. So we simply gave our shares uh, to the National Trust and um, we remain on the board of Colorado community media. We are rooting for them. We're gonna help them in every way that we can. We share our content with them every day. Um, we've uh, we've done some joint uh, things with them. We've been involved in trainings, and you know, look, we just we care about these communities. We live in these communities, and we want to help Colorado community media newspapers be the best thing that they can be. We're optimistic about their future, and we just think that this is the natural evolution for uh, for those papers. And 
we're uh, we're just thrilled that we've been able to be a part of uh, of keeping these these newspapers alive. The Golden Transcript is one of the oldest papers in Colorado, and we're just thrilled that it's uh, still alive and kicking and and doing good work for their community. All right. So last thing, Larry, for this conversation, uh, I certainly know, or at least I think I know the answer to this, boss. But uh, and you kind of mentioned it, right? What what the Colorado Sun is going to be over the next five years. And that's, you know, what that alignment for nonprofit looks like. Larry, can you kind of specifically talk to our listeners and our supporters really about, you know, what that means for the Sun newsroom and say the next year or five years as far as maybe more funding or to your point, tax exempt status, or what does that mean for our newsroom? So again, we're really excited about this this move to uh, to nonprofit. We think that you know, in addition to being a, an important statement of our value and our visions for the Sun, we think it also opens up the possibility for additional funding. There are some individuals, some foundations that have been unable to support the Sun because of our for profit uh, status as a even as a public benefit corporation. As a nonprofit, um, we believe that uh, they will be able to. You know, step forward and and help us. And you know, after all, as you know, as we both know, there's no paywall at the Colorado Sun. Our readers can read our stories. We count on the support of our communities, of our of our readers. And we, you know, we need people to become members of the Sun. But you know, we also have opened up this new avenue where if people want to just give us money um, to donate money to a nonprofit and get a tax deduction, that they'll be able to do that. So we're in the process still of getting final approval from the IRS. So we really aren't making a big push right now to seek individual donations. I mean, that hopefully will come soon. But again, we're dealing with the IRS. These things take some time. So, you know, in the meantime, for now, what we hope is that for individuals who who want to support us, who want to help us, you know, that they'll become members of the Colorado Sun. Their support allows us to grow the newsroom. So again, Five years ago, we started off with 10 full-time employees at the Colorado Sun. Today, we have 29. And as we continue to, to grow our revenue and get more support from more Coloradans, you know, we, we'd like to be able to add uh, more reporters. You know, one of the things we've long dreamed about is having a transportation reporter, for instance. You know, how many of us have been stuck in traffic jams on a you know, ski weekend or on I-25 or, or wherever it is? And realize that we have big transportation problems in Colorado. We would very much like to have a full-time transportation reporter. We would love to expand our presence over on the Western Slope and out in the Eastern Plains and down in Southern Colorado. We have big hopes and dreams uh, for the Colorado Sun. We're, we're thrilled that we're 29 people today. You know, we believe uh, that we could be double this size uh, someday if, uh, if there's sufficient support from Coloradans. So, we think that the being nonprofit is going to help us open up some some new avenues of uh, of funding, and we hope that Coloradans will respond respond as they as they have since day one at the Sun. So we're we're excited about it, and we hope our readers are too. Yeah, I know we talked about this as a group, but you know, being able to say nonprofit, people put their head around that a lot better than public benefit corporation and and trying to you know, I, I, the elevator pitch, right? Public public benefit corporation is a, is a cool thing, and I think that it, it did fit our um, you know our values well. But it's it's really hard to explain to people. And uh, the reality is, um, nonprofit is 
easily understandable by everyone, and it it absolutely is a good fit for us. So we're we're really excited about this move. Hey, Larry, uh, thanks for the time and really uh, kind of explaining it for everybody uh, as this kind of goes forward. And I want to thank everybody for listening and also, as Larry said, supporting the work here at The Sun. You can read more about um, how we donated shares of the Colorado community uh, media at our website, coloradosun.com. And also, if you do live in one of those Denver metro area towns, we really do uh, encourage you to support the newsrooms there. Like Larry mentioned, a lot of them are weeklies, but they are that um, that real connection and that real hyper-local uh, coverage that people really do deserve. So, Larry, appreciate the time and have a great day, boss. Hey, thanks so much. Let's get back to work. You can read more at coloradosun.com. Finally, here are a few stories that you should know about today. Advocates for Venezuelan migrants in Denver say many of them want to work but cannot afford the cost of applying for a work permit. More than 26,000 Venezuelan migrants have come through Denver in the past several months, many fleeing unsafe conditions and poverty, and roughly 5,500 are still living here. Outreach workers helping them start new lives in Colorado say the $545 application fee for temporary worker visas is keeping migrants from applying. Governor Jared Polis has asked the federal government to waive the fees, and the nonprofit Rose Community Foundation is leading an effort to help as many people as possible apply for temporary protected status and work permits. A second Denver-area police officer was acquitted Monday in the 2019 death of Elijah McLean, who was put in a neck hold and injected with ketamine after being stopped by police as he walked home from a convenience store. The jury found Aurora officer Nathan Woodyard not guilty of homicide and manslaughter following a weeks-long trial. He had faced years in prison if convicted. McLean's mother, Shanine McLean, wiped tears from her eyes in court after the verdict was read. An earlier trial against two other officers resulted in one being convicted of homicide and third-degree assault and the other being acquitted. Grassy medians in the middle of the road should be a thing of the past, according to Colorado lawmakers who say the strips of grass suck up too much water. Legislators have proposed a bill that would prohibit new installations of what the state calls non-functional turf starting in 2025, arguing it's wasteful at a time Colorado is facing pressure to cut water use. Lawmakers on the Water Resources and Agriculture Review Committee voted 8-2 last week in favor of the proposal, in a preliminary sign of bipartisan support. It will be introduced at the Capitol in January. For more information on all of these stories, visit our website, coloradosun.com. And don't forget to tune in again next time. The Colorado Sun is nonpartisan and completely independent. We're always dedicated to telling the in-depth stories we need today more than ever. And the Sun is supported by readers and listeners like you. Right now, you can head to coloradosun.com and become a member, starting at $5 per month for a basic membership, and if you bump it up to $20 per month, you'll get access to our exclusive politics and outdoors newsletters. Thanks for starting your morning with us, and don't forget to tune in again tomorrow.